Question, Matthew, what is the ULES and is it working? Actually, is that two questions? Have you snuck an additional question in there? I think you probably have, haven't you? A bit of a cheeky one, that I think. I'll let you get away with it, but just this once. Well, the ULES is the ultra-low emission zone in London. And the context for this is pretty stark, really. Air pollution caused 40,000 deaths in the UK in 2019. And around 4,000 of those were in Greater London. Now, air pollution as an issue obviously is not, not limited to London or the UK. Worldwide, apparently, outdoor air pollution accounts for around 4.2 million deaths every year. So it is a pretty big and significant issue. Now, in April 2019, the Mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, he introduced the ULES. And the ULES um, is aimed at drivers of more polluting vehicles. And they must pay a daily charge to use their vehicles in the zone. And it applies um, every day, £12.50, applies 24 hours a day, every day of the year, apart from Christmas Day. And the aim here is a pretty simple one. Reduce air pollution emissions and improve air quality. So it's not for all cars. It's only for those, um, only for those that, that basically don't meet European emission regulations. So it's Euro, Euro 6 emission regulation for diesel cars and Euro 4 emission regulations for petrol cars. If your car, if you drive a petrol car and it's registered before 2005, you're probably going to have to pay the charge. If you drive a diesel car that's registered before 2015, then you're probably going to be paying the charge. There are some exemptions to it. So taxis, for example, or disabled drivers. And there are various schemes, like there's an NHS reimbursement, reimbursement scheme that you may be aware of. That's for those people who are attending hospital appointments. So there are some exemptions exemptions to the charge itself. Now, the, the boundaries of the original ULES, which are pretty tight, pretty much based around central London, it was expanded in October 2021, to include all areas within the north and south circular roads. So the north, the north circular road in London, the A406, and the south circular road, the A205. So it became a new border for the, for the ULS charge. But it didn't include the north and south circular roads themselves. If you're driving on those roads and didn't come into the, cent- the, the expanded zone, then you wouldn't be charged. But it's in the news again. In the news recently, because further expansion of the ULES zone is coming. So the zone will be expanded in August 2023, August this year, to cover all of Greater London, all 32 London boroughs, basically up until the M25 border, roughly. And Transport for London estimates that 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 will mean that 20 to 40,000 more vehicles will be taken off the road due to the expansion because people do not want to pay the charge. But your second question, is it working? Is it actually working? Well... Initial findings, which were produced by the Greater London Authority, they attributed, they said, a significant and positive effect on air quality due to the ULES. And they did a study uh, looking at, looking at uh, data between July and September 2019. So just as the, as the charge has been introduced, really. And they noted a 29% reduction in NO2, NO2 concentration. So nitrogen oxide is one of the key pollutants. So you might think, well, so far, so good. But a more recent study told a slightly different story. So academics at Imperial, Imperial College in London, they found smaller improvements in air quality than the GLA study, but still significant. So still a small but significant effect of the ULES on emissions. They felt that the ULES on its own is not an effective strategy in the sense that the marginal causal effects were small. So while the effects of ULES uh, on air quality you know, are positive, 
you could say, you could make the argument that they're limited really by the large proportion of vehicles that already comply and pollution levels that are linked to, to other activities and vehicles, really. So their view is that radically reducing air pollution in London requires, you know, not just more ULES, but a sort of a diverse set of policies implemented not just at local level, or regional level, but national too. It's just not a, it's not a silver bullet to uh, improve uh, air quality and reduce emissions. But I suppose to me, this is, this is the point, really. It's about seeing the ULES in the wider context of traffic reduction and pollution measures. So, for example, the congestion charging, uh, low traffic neighbourhoods, the, the, the LTNs, potentially zero emission zones, where uh, the one that's, that's being introduced in Oxford, where only vehicles that produce no pollution at all are allowed into the central zone. And plus, we've also got changes to, the, to how we travel now that weren't anticipated, like, you know, home working due to COVID. Our, our behaviours are changing in the way that we travel locally and sort of regionally. Um, and in London itself, you know, the ULES is just one of several air pollution policies introduced since 2016. So we've got the low emission zone, the low emission bus zones and bus and taxi electrification and things like that. So I think for me, they're the, for me the direction of travel, pun intended, is assured here. I don't think there's any turning back. We have similar ULES schemes now operating in Birmingham and Bristol and Manchester, for example. It's all about livable cities, isn't it? You know, we want to be making investments and, and change behaviours now for the next generation. These are people who are paying the ULES charge now are trying to improve things for, for the next generation, for their own children and children's children. I mean, and this change, this change takes time and takes long, sustained investment. I mean, if you always look, people always look to the Netherlands here as a great example about how they've made livable cities built around cycling. Well, those those things took time. Those changes started in the late 60s and early 70s. And there were riots on the streets as cars were restricted. But I don't think anyone's denying now that those places aren't fantastic places to live and work and travel in. So I think evidence of whether a single policy like the ULES is working, I think it is important. But I think the political will and societal will to create better environments, it's, it's crucial here too. So I think the ULES, you know, is the ULES working? I think yes. But I think in, it's in the context really of a much bigger, a much bigger decision that we're all taking about what sort of places we want to live and work in. So, so good question.